You're listening to Ethics and Education. I'm Carrie Welsh. This is the third episode in a series about teaching. This one is about helping students develop both philosophic skills and a philosophic disposition. Being in love with knowledge. Here's a way of thinking about the world um, and approaching problems. And so equipping students with these kinds of uh, skills, but also like the disposition of like being a philosopher and you know being in love with knowledge if, if we you know take it to the root of the word. That's Bailey Sustak. I am Bailey Sustak, and I am currently a graduate student at the University of Illinois at Chicago. And my research area is in aesthetics, philosophy of art, feminist philosophy, that kind of thing. Most of Bailey's teaching experience is in philosophy, but even when she teaches other subjects, like writing, she still tries to incorporate philosophy. She really wants her students to love philosophy, to both appreciate it as a skill set, a way of approaching problems, and also a disposition, being in love with knowledge. And I've been teaching for about seven years now at about four different institutions of various size and funding and student population. And so over the, the time that I've spent um, being an instructor at these different institutions, I've been sort of honing sort of my vision and understanding of what it is to teach philosophy um, and how I can use the things that I'm good at or interested in um, to best help my students basically fall in love with it the way that I have. I'm sort of focused on like, how many kids can I get the I love it experience? And thinking about philosophy is not like this sort of academic thing where, you know, you get your degree in it or you get, you know, a certain like skills or being able to write papers or whatever, but actually thinking about philosophy in the more general sense of like, here's a way of thinking about the world, approaching problems. And so equipping students with these kinds of uh, skills, but also like the disposition of like being a philosopher and, you know, being in love with knowledge if, if we, you know, take it to the root of the word. Bailey's students come from all different backgrounds. In my classrooms, especially because I've been dealing with just a huge range of students from conservative, uh, religious, um, fairly affluent, uh, you know, mostly white uh, demographics to mostly immigrant or international students or first-generation students and all sorts of um, mixes of ethnicities and gender and you know orientations and that kind of thing of how can I make my teaching something that every single student or as many as possible you know we can't catch them all but can find something of themselves in what we're doing in a way that is accessible to them at this very sort of low entry level. So not scaring them off by immediately throwing them, th them into like the Kant and we're gonna talk about necessary and sufficient conditions and um, you know, modal logic operators or, or things like that. But more of asking questions and thinking about ideas that are relevant to their life. And then it turns out they've ended up been doing philosophy without realizing it. And then I just sort of open uh, their eyes to like, oh, you're doing the thing like, oh yeah, I'm doing the thing. Rather than starting right away with the canonical texts, Bailey's approach is to start with an entry point, a topic that the students might already be into, like identity or pop culture. One thing that I do is I tend to focus, especially because I'm teaching almost always 
introductory level courses. So I'm getting sort of the mix of freshmen getting their gen ed uh, requirements in, um, maybe one or two majors trying to fulfill a requirement, but it's mostly people trying to just take the class and get through it um, that will not have had any prior philosophical experience. So I usually start with a topic that um, is going to be something that they have some kind of access to, be it something like questions about identity um, and maybe approaching that in ways of like talking about representation or discrimination. Oftentimes it'll be centered around like social justice issues and like political climate or things like just, uh, you know, pop culture and art. So they may not be experts in any of these things, but there's got to be at least one thing in their life like I really love this musician or I really love this movie and that's their sort of entry point. And so start with that as a topic. And then I also like to use just a wide variety of sources and texts, and, and texts being very broad of like, this could be YouTube videos, podcasts, news articles. They do get, you know, some philosophical texts in there. We're not going totally philosophy, I guess, academic philosophy free, but using these more as stepping stones of like, let's start thinking about these things that you think you have an intuitive grasp on um, and start sort of challenging uh, what you know about it or think you know about it and asking questions that sort of pique your, their interest. These entry points are how Bailey introduces a philosophic disposition and then builds on that to practice philosophical skills. And that becomes a starting point to then build into more sort of rigorous philosophical skills of like we're going to look at you know how do definitions and concepts work, how do how does good argumentation work, like how are you going to support a belief that you have um, you can't just hold the belief without thinking about it, but I'm not asking you to give up that belief. I'm asking you to, like, have good reasons for it, right? Um, and so the focus is on, you know, getting skills um, through these, these questions that we're asking um, and sort of subtly introducing the, the philosophical content, often in ways without sort of alerting them that that's what we're doing at first and then sort of revealing it afterward. And then the other thing I like to do is, and this is just from my own experience as a student um, and just as a researcher, is I don't like to worry about things that are su super theoretical or abstract. Like it's just very hard for me to grasp onto. I like things that like, let me think about this in application to something relevant to me. So I try to give my students some kind of case study or uh, experiential learning project or something like this where they get to sort of work through it with particulars. You know, there's, there's parameters that I can sort of guide them through, um, but they can also bring their sort of own experiences into it. And then that becomes something that like, okay, I know sort of what I think about um, in this situation and here were the ideas that were important. Now if I, you know, move this to a, a new case or think about it more generally, um, is they, they've again sort of got that buy-in at a low level um, that then we could then build up their sort of interest and skill and capacity for. She tried this method of incorporating philosophy in an English writing class, and it went really well. The students were able to personally connect with the content, and it inspired her to want to try it out in philosophy classes. For Bailey, good teaching is about the buy-in, engaging students from the beginning and building from there. I think the ways it paid off was it gave them this sort of like starting point and, and 
care about like this sort of ethical issue, this social justice issue, which seems like this sort of very broad abstract thing of like identity and representation or, um, you know, discrimination became very personal and real for them, but it gave them a sort of starting point of when we were reading about it um, in other articles and sort of looking at more theoretical stuff of like, what is it that's going wrong in this situation? Like, where, what are the, you know, the philosophical concepts we can apply, like justice and respect and those sorts of things, is they had this, they were now like really, really committed and interested in like, this means something to me and to the people that I love. And so we ended up having some really fantastic conversations and writing based off of that from um, this initial thing that we're at. I mean, I assigned a personal narrative, like, I don't know anything about writing. I don't know how I'm going to grade these, but this seems like the thing to do here. Um, so now I'm like, how do I use that in philosophy courses where it's not a traditional, like, paper? They're not going to, like, refer to, you know, Kant or Rawls or, you know, in any of the even people writing about things like identity or discrimination but just like where's the buy-in so that we can build to these later and give them the tools to, to grapple with it. We'd love to hear from you. How do you engage your students? Send us an email or leave us a voicemail using the link in the episode description. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the rest of the series on teaching. This episode was produced by Carrie Welsh.